0: Hey, it's Naughty.
1: And I'm The Teach. And welcome to Naughty and The Teach. This is our second episode. This is a big, big milestone. We are uh, we doubled <laughs> the amount of episodes that we have started. So we are off to a great start.
0: Yeah, we're just hitting the ground running. Okay.
1: Yeah, we are hitting the ground running. We got a couple of uh, interesting conversations to have today. Um, the first and the most... Uh, prominent conversation we're going to have is going to be around the cookout. And what I mean about the cookout, it's that mythical gathering of black people and black culture in which we get together, but we also invite many other people to come and join us. So we're going to be talking about the cookout. We're also going to be talking about a couple of pop culture events.
0: As we always will be.
1: And we definitely...
0: I so said, keep it current.
1: We definitely want to talk about some of these things. So, uh, first.
0: Will and Jada. Um, the last time we spoke, uh, there were some snippets of Will's c- upcoming book and we found out that he had three affairs and, uh, we also spoke about, you, you, uh, you know, if you're listening to the second episode, you probably heard the first one, but it's still a recap. Um, we also spoke about uh, red table talk and uh, the entanglement that Jada had with August Alsina. Um, so this, you know, like yesterday, a couple of days ago, um, Jada said that uh, she can't keep up with Will. And, or no, not that. What is she exactly did you say? Uh,
1: something along the lines of their sex life just is affected and
0: oh, it's hard. To, it's it's hard to be satisfied with him with with Will Smith.
1: Yeah. Regardless to whatever she meant, the optics of it just looks terrible. Because now we're looking at Will like, damn Will, you, you lay some weak ass pipe. Like, well, what you out here doing? Like, we like Will and we want Will to win, but damn Will, like, that's not, your wife.
0: You are not getting tricky with it, huh? It's just <laughs> you like, what happened? You left it all in Miami. That's what it was. Uh, that was good.
1: You. That was that was that was top notch right there. Good job.
0: And they say women aren't funny. Anyways, um,
1: totally disagree. (laughs) Women are hilarious.
0: But yeah, just we feel bad for him. We feel badly for him all the time. You know, we know so much about their marriage and their relationship because of Red Table Talk, because, and you know, I understand that that's their platform and how they're connecting with people, but it's also like how you say it, you know, because if that is not what she meant, that he lays big pipe. Then she needs to come out and say like, no, 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 that's not what I meant, and to you know, you know, to rectify that. Especially because I know it was with Gwyneth Paltrow, and now they have that love, sex, and goop, where it's like, oh, how to, goop. um, yeah, how to have an orgasm with your partner without touching. So, like, we're putting all of this together in context. It's like, damn, <sighs> yo, like.
1: So I, I do want to ask the question. So let's say. For whatever reason, you decide that you are going to uh, orgasm without your partner, right? And let's say you just want to master this art. So, what happens if somebody's on the subway <laughs> and they're sitting across from you, and you can see that they're concentrating really, really hard?
0: Listen, let them. Do then they just thing. relax
1: all of a sudden, like convulse and then relax. Like
0: I mean, I would think it was a seizure. I wouldn't. Think yeah, I would probably try first. to get them
1: uh, medical help. But
0: well, actually, I do know that. Some people don't like. Some people who have seizure disorders, like um, epilepsy, they say not to call the ambulance. But they like say like let themselves seize out because an ambulance is expensive, and they know what's gonna happen. They're like, I'm gonna seize. I'm gonna be okay. So I know sometimes. I, so I would ask. I would let them do their thing and be like, Do you I, want I, me to call somebody I just or you good?
1: God damn, like the. The guidance on if you see somebody in public getting a seizure is to not call the ambulance because it's expensive.
0: Yeah, you're some, they, uh, I've seen Ooh, I've seen boy. a lot of like articles and stuff online where people like just wait and ask if they're okay because they can call a cab. True. To the hospital. True. True.
1: True. But what I'm saying is, it's, it's like don't up call. That it's so
0: expensive that it's like don't do anything. Just let me do my thing. Maybe throw a pillow there and. Sorry, and I can call it call cab later.
1: I'm not laughing. I'm just laughing at the optics of somebody just carrying a pillow around well, it'd be like just to lay it down, and just in case.
0: Because you know the sidewalk is hard.
1: Yeah, the sidewalk is hard, and nobody wants to hit that unexpectedly. But uh, bringing it back to uh, Will and Jada, um, it, the thing that's interesting to me is Will has a couple of projects out. He got the King Richard movie coming out, which looks good, and it it talks about probably the greatest athlete of all time and her sister I'm talking about Serena Williams Um, and Venus I feel like
0: everything that Serena has Venus has oh yeah
1: well not as many wins
0: not as many wins but they have yeah yeah oh definitely and they
1: love each other and they've grown up together there was never any bitterness any any rivalry any beef you know everything was all friendly and in the name of competition Mm -hmm. but nothing you know malicious but he has that movie coming out and he has the book coming out that's gonna come out I think first or second week of November and you know like leading up to this you want all types of good you definitely want to build you know publicity good publicity but I don't know if basically people looking at Will like damn you like
0: well, maybe they will be is like whack. pity sales. <laughs> and you're being be like, oh, she said his dick was whack. Maybe he'll write about that in the book. I mm.
1: doubt Will is going to be like, yeah, my dick game is just No, Well, weak. he'll
0: frame it differently. He'll be like, listen, maybe he'll say he has so much dick to give that he just, Jada's not enough. And maybe she's not doing enough. You never know what he's going to write.
1: True, true. True, true, true. I mean, one of the biggest things that also came out of that Red Table Talk and... August Alcina was August was supposed to be a really large man, and that was what she needed to satisfy her, which then had Will looking all sad and entangled, entangled, mint. So about the attain- I mean, I don't know.
0: I mean,
1: well, uh, as as a fan of Will and who somebody who wants to see Jada sad. succeed as well, I just don't. I know there's, you know, it's her life and it's her. Uh, it's her ability to really be honest about her life. However, her honesty is really because they built their whole brand on being together, of being like this power couple who not only you know love each other, has built business together, raised kids together, but they're, they were the quintessential power couple. And the things that she's saying is making the uh, audience look at Will like,
0: ooh, like first it was like I know you thought we were this power couple it was all a lie and there were years where we were unhappy okay and then you know so there's a lot of different things that are being broken about like the facade of their marriage but at the same time there's a difference between being honest and being blunt and not and being blunt can just be mean and i i get her platform and i that uh, it's about being honest but there's I feel like she could have said the same things, but maybe said it in a different way so that it wasn't it didn't simply come across as he's bad at sex or he can't is not good at it. Or or there's or no that.
1: satisfaction. Or yeah,
0: because the, the snippet I read was like, oh, we started we, we got together when I was young, so I didn't know how to ask for what I want. That hearing that snippet is very different than what you heard. But I've read a way later edited version. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that that's two very different things, and you know, I feel like there's just uh, with the red table talk, and the honesty that they're just like pushing so hard. Some of it is like kind of toxic.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, Naughty and the Teach, we both will uh, wish Will and Jada continued success. Um, you know, Will Will is that powerful of a entity that he'll bounce back from this you know he'll do something great we'll laugh at it we we'll, we all want will to win we all want to see jada win you know not as vocal <laughs> but we definitely want to see her win so uh you know condolences more, no, not, shout outs love healing a, not, energy whatever it might be we still to want them. Her to be
0: vocal but we want her to be more thoughtful with what she's saying
1: ah uh, that's a great way to put it be thoughtful in what you said and that shouldn't only just be for jada that should be for all of us
0: yes for all of us yes but when you have we're a about platform to say some like problematic that, shit, aren't yeah. we we're about to set up Sound some the alarms. but um <laughs> but when you're having a platform like when you have a such a huge platform and you're talking about something or things that are so personal and you're putting them out there for to be for the public to judge, you have to be especially thoughtful because it's about how you're framing your relationship in the feelings of in the feelings of your partner. And and the feelings of your family all at once.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, we're gonna move pivot a bit um from Will and Jada. Pivot? Uh, pivot. Well, this is actually not a pivot. This is like a huge <laughs> jump. So we're gonna jump into some uh kind of We'll just present it out there, and we'll just state what it is, and then we'll, we'll tell you how we feel about it.
0: So, And this is wrapping. This is going to all go back to um, the cookout, both uh, metaphorically and quite literally. Yes.
1: So, recently, uh, there was a 61-year-old godfather.
0: Um, October 20th, 2021 was the wedding day.
1: Who married his goddaughter, who was
0: who just- On her birthday. Oh, she- Oh. eighteenth birthday
1: okay As, um, uh,
0: that's that's what I've read that it was her 18th birthday
1: wow 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 all right so <laughs> and they have 61 a year together, old apparently they have a kid a baby
0: wait she he has older kids he has older kids but then they have a baby I believe I mean
1: i I'm I don't teach math but
0: in some states it's legal to have um sex with a 16 year old yeah I, or fifteen some states it's even that it's that low <sighs> so it's not a, it's not necessarily statutory but Test story, right? So then why oh, wait? sorry. Oh, backtrack, backtrack. Trigger warning. We did not say that. Trigger oh, warning yeah, for. Oh trigger warning. I'm um, so sorry. You know, sexual um, assault and violence. Uh,
1: so 61 year old godfather marries his goddaughter, possibly on her uh her 18th birthday. Um, <sighs> well, there's just so much to say about this. Uh, let's let's start with the very simple. This shit is weird. Um, I don't care what love you know love sees no color love sees no no boundaries i I hear all of that but this is a man who basically helped is the goddaughter. that means he was around possibly when she was born
0: they had a close relationship there are pictures online of him holding her when she is look she looks to be about 18 months um when she ran away Mm -hmm. her uh her name is deja i do not know that man's name we're just gonna refer to him as the the godfather or the old ass fucking man um but when deja was 14 and she tried to run away he posted on facebook um asking people in the community to help find her so that from those things we can uh infer that he was present and active in her life
1: so we know that he also kind of showing that he kind of cares about her well-being and he wants to see her you know return home safely um this kind of reminds me. This whole situation reminds me of another big and cultural phenomenon known as oh. Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Twilight for a second. So, uh, uh, I'm su- I'm assuming you, you all know, know about Twilight, but let's let's talk about this like this. Twilight has a character. His name is Jacob. I think he's a werewolf. Yes. Right? Okay.
0: That is correct. Jacob, Jacob is loves this
1: bland ass, bland ass woman. Her name is Bella. Stella. Bella
0: Bella. Ugh. Bella Swan.
1: Bella Swan. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know her whole name. So he loves Bella Swan. He loves her so much that when Bella gives birth to her husband's baby, he marks her? What is it what do you call it? Imprints. He imprints her. that sounds so it's even worse. So, it's even so worse. dirty. So what does imprinting mean?
0: So and imprinting means that there is, so it's basically a soul tie. So when a, a child is born um, and the the werewolf see, is like, you have to see the child. It's not just like, you know, just we are in love through universes. So when the um, when the child is born and they see the child, something in their soul and their what heart, what have you, is like, I love you and I need to protect you and um like and take care of you all that is is important it's very it's a while
1: while this while they're a child
0: yes it's while they're a child and and
1: then they get 18 or whatever and then they have sex
0: as as if i remember correctly from the books i read them like 15 years ago so forgive me if i'm wrong um as i remember in the books when um they when the when the child reaches the same age of as, of the werewolf, then they start aging together. So it's like the werewolf is stuck at that. If like Jacob at the time, I think is like sixteen or seventeen. So when Renesmee, that's the name of the child he imprints on, when she reaches uh seventeen, then they start aging together so that they can grow old together. But the whole point is that the werewolf is. Protecting and caring for and loving. He's raising
1: this damn child. Let's call it what it is. Yes.
0: Okay. And no, but I don't want to necessarily want to say he's helping raise. He's a co-parent of the kid. He is a no, no. parental parental no, no. figure
1: in this child's that's life. That's
0: why I just said he's a co-parent because the the baby because that's not he's not the only werewolf who imprints in the books in the series. <laughs> Wait, imprint on the same child? No, no, no. Another another werewolf imprints on another kid. But that imprinting was different because. That werewolf, um, because the because the, the vampires were in the town, more and more boys and one girl started turning into werewolves. So the child that the other werewolf imprinted on was like a toddler. So it was like a three-year-old, which I don't know why that makes it creepier. I don't know why. I think
1: it all is creepy. It's all creepy. So but, he holds this baby. So and they, he's
0: like, they're a, co- they're a co-parent of the kid, and then they get to the same age, and then they start a relationship.
1: So he holds this kid, and he's like, you know what? He doesn't this hold her. He doesn't
0: hold her. He sees her. He that, looks at her. He Jacob You're not
1: making it. This no, is still I know, weird no, no. I know, and but creepy it, and but that's
0: what it's not. It, that's, that's why I'm saying it's like it's like I look at you and it's supposed to be like love at first sight. That's what it's supposed with to be like. With a
1: fucking infant. Yes. Okay. Again, this is weird. Bringing it, it is back weird. to reality and a 61 year old godfather marrying his 18 year old goddaughter kind of is it's the like same. He, it is the same. If you look at her Very. when she was a kid, but, or was more sinister actions at play as he raised her? And no, and, I mean, if and they you have can a, never
0: really know. You can never know. At this point, you, you have You judge. you you like you're looking back in hindsight at every little thing because you it's like you you waited for her to be 18 so at a certain point in your mind you started even if it wasn't when she was a baby maybe even if it was at like 6 or 10 or 12 at a certain point you started grooming her and everything changed but then at even even like as someone who is not a pedophile at what point does it is it like mm, damn now I want to groom them or does it start from the beginning and you're like at what age do I start and you you, you as people who aren't pedophiles how could you ever really know
1: yeah that's I mean either way it's still. It's creepy. Very weird, creepy, uncomfortable, disgusting, whatever and people want to really say. Makes you
0: question, like, as a parent, like, who you can trust because that's the godfather. So that was a person that they had a yeah. relationship with before, before that the, the, the girl was even a, th- before Deja was even a thought in the world, they had a, re- a strong enough relationship with him that they were like, we want you to help us, uh, help us with our daughter. And if they are, I don't know if they are religious, that's like, if I die, you're going to be the person who takes care of my daughter. If, um, my daughter has any spiritual or religious needs, you would be the one to help her with that. That's like in, you know, like that, that's a very deep, deep connection. You know, if for people, I know like I'm someone who believes in that, like you, you, your godparents very particularly, you know? It's, not, it's really not just anyone for a lot of people.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I definitely hear you on that. Um, to try to, to bring it back to and add more to what the 61-year-old and godfather, I want to just take a quick moment and pause because mm-hmm. you're like, what does this have to do with the cookout? Well, let's start there. First, let's talk about what the cookout actually is. The cookout is basically black culture, mm-hmm. and it's our interpretation of black culture to where we could get together and kick back and be black people, do the black things we love, enjoy it. Um, and there's kind of a criteria to be up to, to the cookout, but at the same time, there's absolutely no criteria to the cookout.
0: But that's that's like the the figurative and also the the literal. But the literal would be like an actual cookout where you are amongst the Closest people, because a cookout is not necessarily where you would invite just anybody, because it's in in your home, in your space. Uh. So who is there? Is that's why when you see online who all is there, it's like, oh, you invited any old body. I don't want to be there. The cookout is supposed to be a sacred space. And
1: the same when you see the memes around Thanksgiving, know who all is cooking, or mm-hmm. you know, you start to see these pictures of macaroni and cheese being <laughs> made in a, in a sink, and you're just like, oh, you know, no. Do
0: some homework. Listen to Family Business by Kanye West. He kind of talks about the cookout.
1: Yeah. So the cookout is, in in the metaphorical term uh, or the figurative term, is about black culture. Mm -hmm. And we tend, and I'm going to say this, we tend to be the only culture to really reach out and extend invites to others to just be part of our culture because they do the bare minimum. And what I mean by the bare minimum is they do something ba- black. They sound black. They act black. They have black friends. It's like.
0: It, or they, they say, they're, or they're like an ally when in a the, in the space they're supposed to be an ally. Yeah. It's like, and
1: I, I, I do want to know how many other cultures have some form of gathering like we do or a metaphor for their uh, culture that they're just saying, hey, you can be there you could be that. I know a lot of people who like anime, they're not accepted in in specific cultures. I know a lot of people who may feel or identify in certain ways they're not accepted uh, accepted in those cultures. And it doesn't have to just be like uh, along race lines. It could be along religion. It could be along social classes, social status.
0: A lot of people say like for other I feel like for and a lot of people will say like what like who's coming to the table and what do you bring to the table? If it can be like a corporate sense, it can be any kind of like what you're saying.
1: But we just have anybody be it's invited like, to the cookout. You
0: know what? You seem cool. Come to the cookout. Like, Yo, you what? wear a
1: do-rag word. You invited to the cookout.
0: Or like there's a TikTok that's pretty popular where an Asian person is talking about how he's, uh, he wants to perm his hair and how he needs something to cover his hair to keep it So he straight. asked, permission to, so use he asked permission to use a do-rag. <laughs> Number one, um, I know people all the time, they call it an Asian perm to change the texture of an Asian person's hair. So I guarantee in all the fucking beauty stores that Asian people own, they have something, very much something to cover their fucking hair with when they permit. All right? That's how I feel. Um, so there's no need for you to wear a do rag. Also, um, a satin scarf. That's, I feel for everybody because satin is not, you know, sat, like, it's anywhere. You could, come on, get a satin scarf. You're fine. I like. Come on now, like, make it make sense. You're you're doing this for the clout, all right?
1: I I just want to (laughs) say, Naughty said where they are located, (laughs) and she did say they were in Florida, but now (laughs) it I. I, i'm just reading about it now again and i'm literally seeing florida and it just makes perfect sense florida, uh the man, 61 year old and 18 doing year old
0: down there oh
1: man it just florida and florida also is. like in
0: in in uh deja's life she was talking about how she wanted to be with a man who was established um look up his house because very much unestablished very I mean, much unestablished. I, I, that's
1: definitely grouping that's definitely grooming. That's her, you know, and hearing no, about like, no, the type and, of man that she yeah. wants from a and young no, age.
0: And no shade, no shade, but you live in a regular fucking apartment. You live with, and it's what, four kids, two adults. That do not. that's that is not a come up. I'm sorry.
1: Oh man, girls and are the, jealous of his wife because uh, they got backlash on Facebook.
0: Yeah, oh. before they got married, because people talk talk spoke about it before they actually got married. Oh
1: man, I don't. Uh, so, pivoting from this Florida couple. Ugh.
0: And he looks hella old and that's a fucking filter. He look old as hell and she look young as fuck.
1: Bro, I, I just look it up, y'all. You will see this man. Uh What's that under his chin? This red stuff. It's
0: the filter.
1: That's the filter trying to The
0: filter trying to change his beard from
1: from what? Gray? i don't know listen i have a that gray is, beard that
0: man is balding as well i don't got a bill it. cosby
1: gray beard oh, that was the worst example to you <laughs> well out of all pepper. the people i could have said idris idris got a gray beard and yeah. idris is uh, unproblematic okay. fingers crossed
0: it, uh Idris is uh, more like the Teach, because uh, even with the faux hawk.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. She is definitely lying to y'all. I appreciate that, Naughty. So just in case, y'all, uh, Teach looks kind of like Idris. No, no. Actually, no, no. no. Actually, uh-uh. Mm-mm-mm-mm. We're not doing I, that. No, I'll I'm tell you why we're not doing that. talking
0: about your, your facial oh, hair and your you hair. I like
1: I look like him. Or no. Because I don't I was, want people we there will be. We were talking
0: about, be be about your beard. <sighs> I'm talking about the okay. beard. And you said your hair, and I said, <laughs> like, and the yes, faux hawk. I we do have a specific. similar hairstyle. I was specific in what I said. Okay. You see another nigga not fucking listening to me, okay? Uh,
1: hold on, hold on. I just wanted to make sure that we cleared it up, so that way when people see me, they Had don't spit listen. in my face. Had like they lied to me. I was expecting a whole other human being. To
0: what I said he wouldn't know. That's not what I was.
1: Oh uh, man, we're gonna go back and listen to it and watch. <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't you, you I mean, ain't gonna I'm, take responsibility for being wrong either. So
0: that's not true. I be saying that I'm wrong. All right, Unless let's right
1: let's now. bring it back. Sorry to uh the the reason why this uh. This 61-year-old and 18-year-old Florida couple, uh, every time I say it, it just bothers me. Um, This couple uh, stands out because at the cookout, and figuratively, we know it means black culture, but also, literally, there's actually a cookout where we all get together and we have fun. Typically, the older generations are the ones who do the gathering, they do the cooking or whatever. And... The older they generations also keep the secrets yes, they definitely keep the secrets, which is what leads us to older generations tend to invite very problematic men and or women to the cookout where they know are predators or have predatory behavior towards the younger pop towards children let's let's yes, not say the younger but, population. And, children um,
0: and it'll be that a lot of times it'll be like the the aunt or the uncle or the cousin who they know has touched or molested or raped uh, a younger family trigger one. in. I know we started
1: it, but just giving it again or
0: attempted to do so. And they don't say anything because um, like, you know, it's a family secret and nobody has to know, but um, I'm sorry. Actually, everybody needs to know everybody in the family needs to know all the kids need to know, because if you raise a child to think that they are safe around somebody, they're going to think that they are safe around that person, and they're not going to, especially as, a, as an adult family member. If you're, even if you're not in a particularly close knit family, if they're always around at family functions, there is an assumption of trust.
1: So w- we're talking about pedophiles for people who display pedophilic behavior and it
0: makes me wonder if he or had predatory any, behavior if he had any predatory behavior before then because i know the deja's mother had alive and it seems that he didn't but at the same time it you have i feel like some of these things like if you if you miss them you miss them yeah you know
1: but with that being said pedophiles uh, at the cookout and what it is, is I'm not saying every cookout tends to have this, but more cookouts than not have that one or two or a couple of adults, older adults, where they say, hey, don't go where he goes. Stay away from him. Make sure you're distance.
0: You left him with the kids or you left them with the kids and they, and they go and snatch it. So why? why are they So
1: there? why are they there? Why are they invited? If you can't trust them around the kids Why are they at the cookout? And I'm not saying every cookout has this, but more cookouts than not, and I'm talking about real life cookouts when you get people over, and there's always that one where they're just like, hey, they look at the the kids and they say, hey, make sure you are not with this person or around this person or whatever the case may be. But as the adults, y'all are inviting them to this gathering for reasons that we don't understand. That's not really, that's that's hard to understand. It's, I, I, and I know it's, here, here's a question then. So, is keeping the secret, a family secret, secret for somebody you know, more precious than the safety of the family?
0: And then even like, as you get older, if you, you know, I know a lot of people where, uh, again, a trigger warning, their, their cousins, their older cousins have molested them and their siblings. And- Oh, I understand that. Like when you're a child, you may not know how to speak about it, and even as an adult, it'll still be hard to speak about. But as the that nobody knows. No, sorry, nobody knows that that person did that to you, and but you're still going to allow the other children to be. can you, um, you're gonna allow other children of the next generation to still be around them, and be left alone with them. So, and I understand like protecting your like not having you don't necessarily have to t- talk about your experience with that person. but You can say like, "Yo, don't leave them around them. Don't leave don't leave them kids around that person because he was acting funny style." And you didn't have to say or they were acting funny style because women do this too. Women can also be predatorial. Um, you know you. Like at what at one point, I understand protecting your own secret, and if you don't want to speak about it. But at, like, but what about all the other children who are then going to be affected? Because being predatory doesn't stop, you know, it continues, it evolves.
1: Um, to also add to that, there's also the times where uh, a child would say, "Hey, this person touched me. This person."
0: Oh, don't harassing. get me started. That's why it's so important to tell children the actual names of their body parts, no matter how uncomfortable it may make you for a kid to refer to their penis as their penis or their vulva as their vulva or toto vagina, but they you need and you need they need to know the their anatomical parts, right? Even if you want to say booty hole instead of anus, fine, but they need to know their anatomical parts because when you tell a kid that it is like, I know for girls, I'm a girl, so th- this is what I, but people. I'm a boy. <laughs> like, people would. I'm a boy. <laughs> People would say like the, your cookie or your purse. So now, if your daughter is telling you someone took my purse, someone took my cookie, someone touched my cookie, someone touched my purse, you think she's talking about food or a toy? You don't even. She is telling you something very deep and very vulnerable, and you're probably gonna brush it off or talk to her and play talk. When, she, and then then she's gonna internalize that to say that she was not listened to and she was not believed. Like it. it it goes so much deeper. And I know for boys, it'll be like, wee-wee. I don't know if they're, you know, like, but you don't, if, but I feel like if someone touches their penis, that's one thing, but like, if someone rapes them, you, they might not even know the word for booty hole, so they don't, or your, their anus. So like, they, they have no vocabulary. You need to teach your kids the, vo- the, vo- the right vocabulary so that they can actually talk to you and you can actually understand. It's very, very important. That's one of the main ways you protect your kids, and they that's based on science.
1: Yeah. Um, Naughty definitely touched on what I was going for about uh, kids uh, not feeling like they're heard by the generations when they say, hey. It's hard for anybody to come up and say a, a traumatic experience, uh, especially in regards to being touched, being molested, especially by an older trustworthy person and then when they do come up and they get brushed off and then they watch their
0: even unknowingly so
1: then they watch their molester their perpetrator consistently be brought around be consistently be you know paraded about coming over whenever they want or whatever the case may be there's you you create this level of extreme distrust and People want to be heard, and children want to be heard, and I can guarantee you that if you speak to a lot of children, uh, being a teacher I know, they don't feel like that they're heard at home by their parents or whatever, but especially if they come out and they have the bravery to come and say, hey, this thing happened to me, and you kind of don't take it as seriously as you need to, you can be setting them, you know, years of you know trauma related work that might need to happen so it's very important that you know we really think about what's more important this person and keeping the secret about what they've done especially if it's terrible or the safety of everybody else that's around there and that's something that really really needs to be considered
0: and added on to that if if a child or if someone comes to you, like, if, well, we're to be speaking in the context of within the family. If a child in your family or your child tells you something like that happened to them, it's also important to continue that conversation as in the best way you can. And if it's your child and you have the ability to speak with a therapist or a counselor, if you don't have the The words, or the, or you don't know how to have that conversation. Please start that, or even like try to reach out to somebody so that you can get the professional help. And even if you can't get the professional help, there's uh, there's uh, things on the internet you can look up articles about like how to best have that conversation, or you can be honest and say like I don't know how you want to talk about this, but I'm here if you want to talk, and you can simply just listen and ask questions. I know I was. assaulted when i was 16 i told the police i got screamed at by the police and then i had to tell my parents and we went to the precinct and they sat there angry that they were there and i'm like something like something like some man some random man just fucking groped me and you're acting upset because i got groped and like okay and then we never spoke about it
1: question i want to ask and if you don't mind just Mm -hmm. speaking about a little bit was it your fault
0: no, I went... To, oh, so in, in, no, it no, wasn't I mean, my fault. No, it wasn't. It wasn't
1: your fault, but was it your fault by the way that they approached you with the police response, with the way that your the, parents the, reacted? The, the Do you police, feel like The police
0: officer especially, this, because because we were on the sh- sidewalk, and this was like... This is back when, like... Um, I don't know if teen clubs are actually still a thing, but this is when it was, like, super popping, and there was... At this particular one, there was a line around the... Like, down the block. And so when when... We, when I was talking to the police officer
1: what's what's a teen club <laughs> I'm sorry so
0: it's a it's a the teen club it was like it's like a teen party and it's at they so it's a, a club will have a teen night and it'll like no alcohol and it'll be from 13 to 18 so it's pretty much for high schoolers and what you, time
1: did it start what time did it end like did it, it, it start like 4 30 and ended no, like eight
0: it was like it was seven to 12 oh yeah. Like um, for a
1: thirteen year old, but what do I know? I
0: mean, no, but it was a, supposed to be like for high schoolers, whatever. So maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't thirteen, maybe either it was way, like fourteen. Either way, I understand. But I know it was because you had to show your high school ID, um, or you had to prove you were in high school when you bought tickets. Um, so like, sorry. Um, so, sorry, I'm sorry. I, I'm thinking about my friend who passed away. It's sorry. Um, I'm back on back on topic. What just so, happened? have a memory with Daniel. I understand. Um, sorry. But
1: uh. so
0: so we were I was outside with the police officer and um he was yelling at me like I can I could hurt this man's reputation. I could take away his job. I could uh. take away his life. He literally um I'm a 5'3 person. Back then I was like 5'3", 180, so I was a fucking butterball. And the the police officer was like, at least in my memory, was like a six foot fucking jacked up human being like white guy like Johnny Bravo on fucking roids with actually big legs and um like and was like screaming down at me, like looked like bent down to my level was screaming at me about how I was gonna ruin this man's life. And um And then when they had it on camera, his the sergeant was like, "Oh, we have it on camera, so it's okay. Like we're gonna go to the precinct." And I'm like, "Not that this motherfucker just yelled at me like that, but like, what do you do?" And like now everybody on the street knows I got groped and I had to go to the to the precinct. It was like it, you know, and it 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 didn't feel like it was my fault. It just felt like it was I had embarrassed my parents in some way because we were at the precinct, and the precinct is not a place that. I wanted to be, or they wanted to be, you know, so um that's what was embarrassing. They didn't make me feel like getting groped was my fault, just like the the whole incident was embarrassing, and um yeah, so that was, and I mean that we've never spoken about it like that was eleven years ago
1: yeah, um, you know that and that could leave you know l- lingering feelings lingering damage lingering trauma especially though and, you know if the police reacted to you in that way i don't mean to make light of your situation but don't johnny bravo look like he just got out of prison he got seriously big come body, on think no about it. the big body no legs i think that's that's what they do they just work on that upper body and the legs you know it's just a suggestion for them <laughs> they may get to it they may not you know but yeah i'm sorry to you know make light but it's it it thank you for sharing that's what's important. Um, but the, here's an example of where we see real world examples of how actions of people affect others, and especially when you have this grown man groping a young a young girl. That's problematic in itself. And then, as the adults or has you know the people who want to maintain this family secret, you're keeping them around. It's just like a it's like a double slap in the face, slap in the face for the action or the action to happen, and then a slap in the face by you deciding like, hey, this person's important enough for, to me, my life, the family, whatever. They, he, she can come around whenever they want, and that is a major, major problem. Um, I just <laughs> I, I do realize how dire this. Uh, Episode is compared to the first one. I, so, I I just I guess we'll have a title like saying we're talking about pedophilia, y'all. I don't know how to <laughs> jazz or, it up or whatever, but
0: but we will just for y'all. But we can get to the lighter side of the cookout and how black people everywhere are telling all these white people in particular that they can come to the cookout when in fact they cannot. Yes, they cannot. Please stop Fuck inviting no.
1: people to black culture. Um,
0: if because they fucking caught up a peace sign and you're like yeah man they're so down or like also for being like don't talk to them like that that's racist they should be fucking saying that that's their fucking that's life don't bully people it isn't like that's it Uh, the the person who stands up for the victim isn't like all of a sudden, invited to that victim's like house and like yeah, <laughs> come be in my life all the time. I mean, time. if they saved
1: their life, like literally, like oh, they were falling out of a building and they—that's not like, bullying.
0: That's well, I yeah, would, that's true. I, I fell out of a building and you caught me. Yeah, not somebody was bullying me and you told them to stop because that's what a good person does. Like yeah. because you or slip. you're
1: watching harassment go down or you're watching, you know, the police target somebody. Yeah, I, I yeah. Definitely you pulled out your that.
0: phone. Great. That doesn't mean you're invited to my cookout. Thank you for pulling out your phone. And,
1: and uh, also, pulling out the phone, I don't know if that's a heroic act because people just do that. It do not matter what's happening. They're pulling out their phone and they're recording it without actually supporting, but they're pulling out their phone to record. Like if you, you
0: have to think you're pulling out your phone to record what's happening, but you're not trying to stop what's actually happening. It's just a progression of the bystander effect.
1: Yeah. Because
0: now, but now millions of people can be a bystander.
1: All right, let's shift a little bit. We want to talk about another pop culture uh, topic mm. that kind of plays into our uh, cookout, uh, because, d- overall cookout discussion.
0: You know, uh, you know, I'm Afro Latina, and this is a big thing because um, I have a, a lot of relatives. They cannot come to my fucking cookout because they say dumb shit and they're fucking racist. Um, some of them are white some of them do not realize that they are in fact black um, because where where did your ancestors come from Africa oh yep that's it So you, I smart uh, I read book so you think you're not I'm confused you think you're not black I'm uh, if you, you said wait I'm sorry your, your great grandfather worked on the railroad uh, <clears throat> sounds like slavery but hey what 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 do I know? You know, whatever. But they swear they're not black. But okay. I know black, I know black, but that you know. So it's like that that's the that's what we're talking about now.
1: So let's look at And Jay, uh, well,
0: Jay Balvin and Takisha in particular. And the song Para.
1: So uh there's a song called Para by Jay Balvin. No, and it's by
0: Takisha. That's
1: by, by takisha featuring J
0: Balvin? It's by Taki it, well, it's takisha and Jay Balvin, um, but Takisha wrote the song. Okay. Yeah, so it's not a feature. They're to get it together.
1: Got it. So Jay Balvin, did he write his own lyrics or she wrote no, them?
0: No, it's her song. She wrote the whole song. So he's just... That's a, that. When I read, when I did my research, it said that she wrote the song and he and she sent him multiple songs and that's the song he picked. And so they made it seem like all of the words were hers.
1: So speak more about the situation. What is what is the situation that we are addressing?
0: The situation that we are addressing is... Is... Um, Latin-A people. We spoke about this in the last one. It's no longer Latinx. Um, the them realizing that there, there is being being of Latin culture. Being a Latina dad is that is a ethnicity. There's still white and black people. There's still white race and black black race. Um, there's that. There's also the colorism because the people. A lot of uh, in a lot of cultures they'll say like that they are not black because they are dominican they're puerto rican they're whatever um but like you are black and like your roots go back to africa you are part of the diaspora um and there's the colorism that those people face color and the colorism just like in in america it is tied to the complexion of your skin the texture of your hair the width of your nose it's really all the same and just how much you can pass
1: yeah and some can pass more than others um but the particular thing that we want to focus on with the song Pada is the video. Um,
0: it's, it's a video matched with the lyrics.
1: Yes. It okay. is a video that matches with the lyrics, and I think that's part of the problem. So you have Jay Balvin. Jay Balvin? Balvin?
0: You can say it either way. J Balvin.
1: He is portrayed as uh, walking to darker skinned. What would be considered black women mm-hmm. on a leash as he's walking, singing these these lyrics? You have uh, a black woman in a doghouse on all fours.
0: So Takisha, she is in the so She's rapping from a doghouse most of the time. She is shaking her ass in the doghouse, but then you see her face come in and out of it. She has no um, part of the all, Another part of the issue is that not only were the there were two black women being walked like dogs by Jay Balvin, who is white. He's a white. He's a white Colombian person. Um, that's not the only problem. The other problem is that most of the people who were who had the dog prosthetics were also dark skin. That's the other problem. Yes.
1: Uh, all of the ones that were portrayed as dogs little dogs were the darker skinned um, people
0: I you know Puerto Rican but you know better like and like I speak Spanish so the actual lyrics are like they say like um, that I, like, I want to be fucked like a bitch in heat um, like or like fuck me like a bitch in heat and like like just to keep fucking me and like to have it stuck in there and then it's like the same thing but from a man's perspective when Jay Balvin is rapping it that's you know
1: yeah lyrics are raunchy um the lyrics don't really bother me. I mean, everybody's just trying to push the envelope and see what they say. I mean, we had WAP, which I thought was a bomb ass song. Mm-hmm. But it didn't bother me. It did make me feel anyway. I wasn't talking about how it's a medical condition like some conservative radio show host which he just literally told on himself. <laughs>
0: Like, mm, if she needs a bucket in
1: like a mop, that is that is that's not healthy. That's yeah. how well was feeling. Oof, he was like boy. bucket
0: and a mop. I've never had that allegedly. <laughs> uh maybe
1: not with Jada. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe,
0: maybe allegedly. allegedly. Oh, we gotta throw in the maybe just to make sure. allegedly. Umet <laughs> allegedly. Who, who who
1: knows? Who knows? Who knows? But I'm
0: just throwing guesses out there.
1: Uh so uh to bring it back to uh the song "Pada," um when you have all the dark skin people being portrayed this is literally the opposite of the in the heights (laughs) problem if you had this many dark skin people in the heights people would have felt more representative no
0: the issue with "In the heights though was that uh all the black people were in the background yeah yeah,
1: no no that's what i mean they would be (laughs) more representative if they put more of an effort to find dark skin people to uh play you know major roles but yes they didn't play major roles but Takaisha, from what i understand is considered more black than
0: she's no yes, i she said in the in the interview i read she she said that she considers herself a black woman but um i think the the colorism comes into play here um when you see that like even though she's rapping from inside the doghouse and you see her uh, with leashes, like they have leashes hanging down from the ceiling in the video and um, she's even rapping at one point on all fours with the mask on or whatever. Um, Even though we see her in like in all those different ways and it's very sexualized, uh, she's not wearing a dog mask and uh, I think that, that like sure, some of
1: the other dark skin yes, of the black she, and yeah. she,
0: is not as, she is not as dark as the other black women who are wearing who have the prosthetics.
1: There is a noticeable difference in the color when you watch the video of who's in prosthetics and who's not.
0: And like I understand, like the 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 world that they created in the music video, it does match what they are rapping about yes but the big thing the but it's about the representation in the video and if people are even if jay balvin wasn't in it right if jay balvin wasn't it or it wasn't in it if the video didn't have um was if the if people liked the video and it wasn't controversial the lyrics would still be controversial controversial because you're talking about uh women wanting to be fucked and fucking women like like a dog like you know you they they in women wanting to be fucked like that. So that would, that would have already have been uh, a hot topic, But it's, so it's not necessarily the lyrics. It's what it, it's how they decided to portray them. And I, I even understand like where he got the reference from, because I think it's supposed to be a Snoop Dogg reference of him walking women on the because that's how he was dressed. But it's like, you didn't think about, it was a black man. Not that it was right, but it was a black man walking black women. You are a white man walking black women. It's a com- completely different con- connotation, and <coughs> and you. This is Jay Baldwin has already been criticized f- for his about being insensitive to blackness and making racist comments. He's al- already, and in the he has a song. Sorry, he has a song called "In the Ghetto" that ha- hasn't that came out not too long ago that people were like, "What the fuck, dude?" Because. Yeah. He's a white person talking about in the ghetto with all his white friends trying to portray being in the ghetto as having his hair half braided and half undone.
1: Yeah. um, To to add to that, um, when we look at it and to to put it all together, when we look at Jay Balvin and we look at the Pada video, when we look at the the controversy that's surrounded by In, In the Heights, the question that we have now is, are Latin A people invited to the cookout? Is there a criteria for them to be involved as well? We all know there are a large portion of them are part of the diaspora. But we tend to run into these issues where black women are portrayed as such. And, you know, even Meek Mill did something like that.
0: Yes, it's, a, it's not, it's not um, a problem in the Latina dad. It's a problem... I know I can't speak for Africa, but it's a problem in the diaspora that we know in this part of the world.
1: Um, But to to add to what I was saying, if you were to take the whole powder controversy and Mm -hmm. the whole in the heights controversy and you see how blackness is viewed and the opportunities that are given or not given to blackness, are they part of the cookout? Should they be considered... Do they consider themselves black enough to be part of the cookout? Is it a space that they have or do they carve out their own section within the metaphorical uh, idea of the cookout?
0: I think it's a bit of both. I think, of course, there's going to be spaces where, like, of course, you want to be immersed in your culture and have your cultural space. But there's also a lot of crossover, especially when it comes to the culture of hip hop. Um, There's a... Um, it's a lot of shared culture, a lot of shared creation. So um, I feel, and even like reggae, reggaeton is all you know. It's all a lot of shared culture. So I do think that there is a space for it to there. There is a cultural space that we share, but of course you go there's going to also be spaces where you are within your own culture, and you know.
1: So is so the cookout is Black American culture.
0: Yes because would you would you even say that like Caribbean people?
1: Yeah, that, that was that's Sorry, where I was going. Do, but what about Caribbean people who, you know, have their own culture and bring it. Do are they invited to cook out? The general answer is yes. But What's the, where's the space for them? Where is the thing? Same for Latinx people who, Latine, sorry, Latine people who consider themselves blacks, the ones who consider themselves Afro-Latina, Afro-Cuban, Afro-Latine. Latine or Latina? It's just Latina.
0: Well, and well, if you're a woman, you're it's Latina. La, Latine, it would be Afro-Latine if, to talk about everybody.
1: And w- are they considered? What is the criteria? I is mean, it just acknowledging your blackness, your... Your 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 place in diaspora. What 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 does it require?
0: I think it's multiple things, and I don't want to speak. I don't want to speak for the whole group, but I think it's multiple things. I'm not speaking for the whole group. Actually, this is just my opinion, and you can disagree with me. Hey hey, put it in the comments. Um, we can talk about it. But I do think it's it's about um, for a lot of Latin in that it's about recognizing the issues that there are with being black in proximity to blackness, it's about recognizing the issues of colorism, and um, it's about acknowledging, actually acknowledging that you are black, because there are some people who say like, I am Afro-Latina, I'm Afro-Latina, I'm Afro-Latina. So they, they, they are recognizing their blackness, and they know. So like, they, they know that they are black. There, it's not an issue of whether or not they are black, but I think there, at, as a as a community, there needs to be a lot of um, unlearning. But it's also hard because you have people, and I, I know particularly in the Dominican Republic who like they were like, if you are black, you are bad. So you have to really un, you have to unlearn all these things. And then, like we were speaking of, like the older generation, a lot like, um, a lot of them grew up with seeing that. Black people, meaning Black Americans, are bad. So, of course, it—not of course, but it's understandable wanting to separate yourself from that, because if you see people getting hosed down, getting dogs saw, like uh, having dogs being sought on them or like sicked on them, yeah, like you know, if you you you're seeing that on TV, you're seeing it's not just like the '50s and '60s. You're seeing through generations of Black people, Black or Black Americans, being treated poorly. I think it's understandable to want to separate yourself from that in any way that you can. But now that we're seeing that, like, we're stronger together, it's like y- there's a lot of unlearning being done. And, um, you know, it's like we we are calling on each other to do better. So I think that they're, like, just like with, but I- even the same thing, there's Caribbean people who will say they're not, I'm not black, I'm Jamaican, sir, Yeah, ma'am. Yeah. Like, d- do you know we're all black we just got we came on the same ship and just got dropped off different places did you know
1: yeah the and to add to that as a black and caribbean person uh jamaican and black and i say black specifically because there is a big uh argument with africans from africa or whose parents um were born here and they're actually african-american um you know they they, they, sep- they tend to See themselves differently and identify themselves differently from uh, blacks who've been here for a while. So we just say black, um, and you know we're all proud uh, of being black in in some ways, but you I'm know there's a there's hey,
0: hey, hey. a
1: separation in in many many ways. But um, what I wanted to do to, to to really try to bring this back a bit was the with the J. Balvin. Mm-hmm. With the in the heights controversy, um, with the
0: interesting enough, that's all white people controlling who's who's in it.
1: Well, I, I think that's the thing, though. That's the question I'm trying to get to is w- what white people are doing it? Is it white Yeah, It's white,
0: it's white people within the, or is it
1: like, like white Lin, Americans who no, have the Lin, power? The pr- producers, Manuel, Puerto
0: Rican, love him, <clears throat> white Puerto Rican. White Puerto Rican, Jay Balvin, white Colombian. There is, you know, and like within the Heights, the director was, um, I believe he was Asian. So, at part of me wanted to ask, like, what did you think he knew about the Latin culture or the Latin American culture? I want to know because he's not in it. The people who are in it are, but know better how to depict it. You know, same thing with this music video. You, you are in this culture. Well, do we know who
1: directed the music video?
0: Let's uh, look Google. But even, but even still, when di- uh, Jay Balvin in specifically, he um, has had backlash for racist comments and for other videos, it's P E R R A. Um, he's had, he's had that, uh, he's had that commentary um or he's had that controversy before so he you know i feel like once you've been uh taken down for for something you know once you've already once it's been pointed out that you have been doing like these racist things you should know better even in like even more than somebody else like you or you like you and your publicist needs to be more on it Huh. we're looking up the director it's l- I can't see his name. You scroll down.
1: Ramey Paul-, 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 Paul-,
0: Paul. I can't see the name so right I can't here. over here. Yeah, I think you were right. Uh, Ramey Paulus.
1: Yeah, Ramey Paulus. He, he seems like a dark skin.
0: I don't know if I would say dark because of this middle picture. I don't know if I would say dark skin. what you mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, cuz all of
0: it. Uh, well, even though he well, looks he like looks like he, looks like he is in, in from what we're seeing. He looks like he is light brown a calm caramel that's not yeah that's jay balvin
1: wow these ads just be popping up (laughs) when you go to any website the ads just be like
0: you gotta go scroll fast before rolling stone says pay for it
1: oh they probably will but it's okay all right he
0: looks like he's a light brown so the even the fact that it was darker skinned women He's, he's okay no They're matter, definitely darker than he is. No matter what the he is not dark skin by any definition, he's a dark skin. So that's this whole same that's the same thing where it's you know uh, these white uh, Latinate people are making decisions about how the community is being depicted and they are leaving out the black people.
1: Uh, I just wanted to um, in their response, they, uh, oh no, that's his manager. Oh, and he was the video's director. They are, are saying that it was satirical. It was a satirical representation of the many contexts of the word perra, which means female dog, as well as life in the barrios of the Dominican Republic and femme sexual liberation. And a that's satirical. True. No,
0: that's true. That's true. But even in a satirical representation, everybody is not black. Or everybody's not dark skinned people. There are there are white people in the barrio, um, in because you know there's poor white people too. Um, there's poor white people in the barrio that like to get fucked the dog and wanna fuck people like a dog. Okay, so that being said, it's it's not only dark skinned black women who like to be fucked like that.
1: So cookout complicated. A uh, lot of people invited to the cookout. A lot of people not invited to the cookout. People just seem to be given invitations to the cookout just randomly. There doesn't seem to be a set criteria except for be involved in blackness in one way. Do people get invitations to the cookout just by default for being black? What about some people who might be black who do not identify or address black blackness, black culture?
0: you talking about like an Uncle Tom kind of person?
1: Like a Candace Owens.
0: Yeah, no, she's not invited.
1: See, so what makes her separate to not be invited to the cookout?
0: Because she's going to come to the cookout and talk about, oh, you had to get this meat. It's because you're not working hard enough. You're poor because it's your fault. Not because it's a racist system and you, I, I want to well, cherry pick my, my point of view.
1: Well, hold on. We have people at the cookout who do just exactly that.
0: They need to be disinvited. I'm sorry. But that's what
1: I'm saying. The cookout, uh, this is the literal cookout I'm talking about.
0: Maybe my cookout is five people. Maybe this is my problem.
1: When you you think of a cookout in the grand scheme, when you have people, whether it's a family cookout, a barbecue, whatever, and then you start to invite all the people, you have all the different types of personalities. Because
0: the pedos not invited, so maybe... Well,
1: the pedos are invited. You're just told to stay away from them.
0: Hopefully it's a small... If if it's my cookout, it's only... It's like, oh... You, there's like two people.
1: Wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. So, is it only five people? Because none of the pedos are invited. So, if that means it eliminates pedos, a lot of if people. None
0: of the pedos is the n- nobody, if the people who don't believe in women's rights, suck my dick. You are also not invited. Um, okay. Uh, and the people who believe that. And the people who think that, like, you have, like, the, not necessarily, like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, but the people oh, who are, like, yeah. you, you, I like, did you're it poor. So you should be able to do it too. Yeah, because it was hard for you, has to be hard for me. What the fuck is that? It's also a
1: different time.
0: Yeah, but, like, the, but the, the Candace Owens type people, the, the fucking I want to vote for Trump type people, you're not invited. I don't even know why you, you coming here.
1: Oh, boy. I'm about to say some shit.
0: Kanye's coming to your cookout.
1: Isaiah Washington.
0: I know we had to leave him behind
1: so i mean those are you know he's black as black
0: he's actually blacker than black
1: okay <laughs> i guess he's
0: blacker than black he's blacker than because just to say because there's, there's some people who don't know him and he's a very dark-skinned man and he's kind of made he's really made his career off of being that black man and he's that uh, being a strong black man and in uh and he's an actor so in a career where being dark-skinned and having an afro can can be a detriment he used it to make him strong and he's played characters with vulnerability that were supposed to be like oh well you see all all kinds of black men can can be vulnerable and they can show all sides of themselves and they can be they can be wrong they can be they can be hurt they can be you know to show the spectrum of black people for him to be a fucking trump supporter
1: yeah, so that's what I'm saying. And you'll Shush. have at, at cookouts people who voted or people whose opinions are really out there. You'll have the hotep at your at your cookout. What I'm saying might is, keep them for entertainment. We well, entertainment to a point. Yeah, then you be like, all right, can gotta go. Be, Much, um, you know, you always got the get rich quick scheme. Yo, I got this plan in which I need you to give me two thousand dollars. Like the cookout consists of many, many types of individuals,
0: but see, you see, that last one only goes to the people they they know got money, so some of us will just not be bothered by them.
1: Uh, (laughs) I didn't expose myself because nobody knows if I have money or not. Let's just say I'm Paul.
0: But I know. I'm just saying. Everybody has that. I'm just they're trying in to just general. They just, know, state a, why would you ask somebody in your get cri- if you have a get
1: or the day rich, trading now? That's the, the that's the get. Then
0: which. you go you go to people who who you know can actually do it. If I'm like, damn, you know, Ray Ray asked me for ten dollars the other day. I'm not gonna tell him about the scheme. I'm gonna tell the person I borrowed money from about truth, the truth, scheme.
1: truth. However, however, when they when they're trying to just hustle, they're trying to hustle. They're gonna ask everybody yo, Ray Ray, I know you ain't got no money, but I know you could borrow it from your mom and come yeah. give that's it to back, me. That's back, that's facts, that's facts. When people are in that mode and that mindset, so we know that these people, I'm not saying it goes for every cookout, but more cookouts than not. You have these cast of characters. Then within that, those cast of characters, we're then mm-hmm. sending out invites to other people from other cultures for them to do the bare minimum to come to our literal... And figurative and figurative again is black culture in general so i i i I don't know I don't know if it's a we don't value black culture enough within the cookout mm-hmm. standards to just say or we don't feel like we are enough. We have to invite others to just not to validate our existence within our blackness. Everybody wants to be black in a way because we are considered the cool culture.
0: Everybody wants to be black, but nobody wants Wants to be be black, black. as Paul Mooney said.
1: Because there is so much that comes with being black just existing on a day-to-day basis as a black man living in a country, living in a state, living in a city that is considered very liberal. You realize how fake liberal most of these places are:
0: If you've ever heard of 12 years a slave, that man lived in New York, all right? He lived in New York when he got stolen into slavery or kidnapped into slavery. and it was already, it was a free it was a free state, and nothing has changed.
1: Is New York post New York City possibly more liberal than some cities? Yes. However, that doesn't mean that it's really:
0: It doesn't make it less dangerous. Yes. Yeah, it's faux,
1: liberal, faux woke. Um, It's
0: liberal for certain people. Yes.
1: There's uh, just like some corporations, people tend to take on the uh, movements that seem to be hot or in, you know, like in demand at the moment in order for them to justify, you know, oh, yeah, I'm I'm woke. I'm part of something. I'm really looking out for the next person. But then when those times yeah, die down they just go back to doing exactly what they were doing before but and I,
0: but i may have a gem i may have a gem you 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 know you you tell me so like um black people black culture is there we, mal- we are marginalized and it's a marginalized culture so i think that some some people not for they want to invite in particular white people but other people um that other non-black people to to the cookout into the culture to not necessarily for validation but in a way to make be like look see like to like be like we're to like gain access to the bigger society the bigger american culture in the context that we're talking about
1: yeah so we are going to start wrapping this up um
0: I could talk forever. That is
1: a good place to stop. Um, One, I know episode one was real light, and and we'll get back to the lighter episodes, but this was something that we really wanted to talk about. This is something we just wanted to, you know, put out there, get us thinking about it. There's a lot of questions that are still unanswered from this, but we really want you to start thinking about it. We want to hear from you as well, um, your perspectives. Um, Some things you may think of, you know, like, wow, they hit that on the head, or some things you may disagree with. Um, You know, any, any form of constructive dialogue is always a good thing. Constructive. Uh, we, we know how comment sections work. <laughs> we know that they can be a cesspool of just people yelling at each other, just, or yelling over each other. Um, you know,
0: commenting, over. I each guess other.
1: whatever works for you, but we're going to ask you to try to do a little, a little bit different. Um, uh,
0: Oh, yes, we need to do the a moment of silence. We are, we just started, uh, you know, we're just getting into this business. I mean, not I don't know if it's really business, but um, we are just starting to get into the world of production and things like that, so we want to make a notable mention for, I hope I say her name right, I think it's Holina, Holina Hutchins. She was the crew member who got shot um, by Alec Baldwin accidentally, but she got shot accidentally by Alec Baldwin on set because... Um, he was told he had a cold gun and it actually had, uh, I don't know if it was bullets or projectiles inside of the gun, um, and unfortunately, unfortunately she was shot and passed away, and a, another crew member, I think the director, was also shot, but he survived. So we're just gonna have a, a moment of silence for her. thank you for uh joining us with that uh to end on a lighter note tomorrow is my birthday
1: oh it is naughty's birthday Scorpio
0: season you know ten twenty nine. I have no problem saying the month and day of my birthday
1: well happy birthday um hope you have the best day we'll be celebrating in some way we'll try um But thank you for all taking your time out to listen to this um, second episode in the bag.
0: Oh, wait, wait. Sorry. For those interested, I am uh, Scorpio sun, uh, Virgo moon, and a Leo rising. So I hope that tells you a lot about me.
1: Yeah. Everything she just said. I really I, don't
0: even know what that means myself, but and I'd be telling people that, and they're like, mm hmm, that's why you act the way you do. I'd be like, oh, okay. I think No, that's no, what I'm a Leo moon. I'm anything. a, no, no. Scorpio, Sun, Leo, Moon, Virgo, Rising. That's what it is.
1: I literally say, I'm a Gemini. They go, mm, that explains it. I'm
0: like, what is explain? I don't understand. I say, I'm a Scorpio. and I just like, ordered
1: this sandwich from you. What do you, what do you mean?
0: Damn, what the fuck? I'm like, no, whoa, back up. I don't, oh, I don't get
1: that response from a Gemini. I get the up and down look. And then I tell them I'm Jamaican, too, and then they curl up their upper lip and give me like that. Rrr.
0: Yeah, no, the Jamaican gets people angry. You'd be like, why are you so mad I'm Jamaican? I, I don't understand. Why beautiful
1: beaches, beautiful places. I'm not sure what's wrong with people. people. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea why they would hate mm, Jamaicans. Maybe I
0: mean, second families.
1: Uh, I don't have a first family.
0: Like, that's you. You're, you're the outlier. All right, apparently. but I
1: can't be an outlier. I'm sure there's more people with less <laughs> second no, families. But than. But that's,
0: that's the stereotype, though. That's a stereotype.
1: I guess I'm just as, as being black, I'm another stereotype that I have to uh, acknowledge and fulfill, I guess, well,
0: which no, I won't because yeah, I'm to great. That. I'm awesome. Mm.
1: Well, I, at least I think so. And that's what's important. Anyway, um, thanks for your time. Uh, we will see you in the next episode. Hopefully it'll be lighter. We promise.
0: Hopefully.
1: All right. Uh, Naughty and the Teach signing off.